Ho, ho, hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Seven Seas of Stories podcast. I'm your festive host, Arna. With Christmas right here, everyone is in the holiday mood. Lights, ribbons, trees, and presents can be seen. To celebrate, I decided to make this podcast episode about a twist on a classic Christmas tale. So, without further ado, let's get started with the story, The Grinch's Christmas Past. Thump, thump, thump. Down the creaky oak steps and through the kitchen. Through the kitchen doors and into the living room. Back up the stairs and into the two bedrooms. A young man raced around the house, his green hands filled with strings of light, colorful ornaments, and long ribbons. Up the ribbons went on the Christmas tree. Blinking lights rested on the needles. Ornaments gleamed in the Christmas light. The Grinch had been waiting for this day all year. For his entire life, the Grinch was the merriest man in all of Whoville. The week week of Christmas was very busy for the Grinch. He'd go through town donating toys for all the children. He would offer a hand to decorate. He'd make soup and cookies for all. To thank him for his generosity, the town gifted him a pet bird. A parrot! And a red and green one, too. Oh, what a holly jolly Christmas! the Grinch exclaimed as he took the parrot home. Claus, the parrot, was the Grinch's best friend. Every day, the Grinch would take Claus out for a walk. He would let the bird rest on his shoulder while they strolled all around town. He would talk to Claus about everything. Being a parrot, Claus learned some words and had many conversations with the Grinch. All was merry and joyful for the Grinch and Claus. On one particularly snowy Christmas week, the mayor of Whoville asked the Grinch a very important question. Mr. Grinch, the whole town knows what a great help you are. The neighboring village, Hoville, isn't ho-ho-hoing. They can't seem to make up their mind on how to decorate. The mayor has invited you to stay at Hoville and help with the decorations. He even said you can spend Christmas there, the mayor said. Well, I don't know if I could go. Claus here is my best friend. It's our tradition to spend the Christmas together, the Grinch replied. Okay, then. At least go down for the week. You can come back on Christmas Day to celebrate. We can handle the decorations here, the mayor suggested. Okay, I'll leave as soon as I can. The Grinch waved to the departing mayor until he was just a dot on the horizon. He then quickly ran to a closet and filled up a big bowl with food. The Grinch then filled up another big bowl with water. He set the bowls into Claus's cage. Claus, I'm leaving for a few days. I've kept your water and food. Don't worry, I will be back soon. And with that, the Grinch took one last look at his merry house and Claus before leaving for Hoville. Hoville really did need a lot of help in decorating. The Christmas tree was old and brown. The ornaments were dusty and the lights were all broken. But the Grinch accepted the challenge. 
He went with some of the townsfolk and brought back the biggest and brightest tree from the forest. He went down to the river and washed all the ornaments, so when he smiled, as he examined them, his smile was reflected back. He even took all the lights, ribbons, streamers, and other broken decor all the way to another town where they were all mended. Soon enough, Hovell was back in the Christmas spirit. Six days and six nights had gone by. It was time for the Grinch to go home. Even though he had a great time helping out in Hoville, he was overjoyed on his trip back home. Claus, I'm home. I'll let you pick the Christmas movie, the Grinch cried, setting down his luggage. But the only response he got was silence. Claus, the Grinch cried, now worried. When he turned the corner and stepped into his family room, his breath was taken away and his joy was flushed down the toilet. Claus lay in his cage floor, his eyes still open as if he were in a shock. His food and water were still there, all filled to the brim. No, 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 no! Claus! What happened? No! The Grinch slumped into his armchair. At that moment, the light from the Christmas tree went black. The ribbons seemed too cheery, and the world had too much joy. In anger, the Grinch tore the banners of a happy Santa off his walls. He threw the stockings in the fireplace. He pulled the lights off his tree and threw them onto the street, watching them get run over by a car. Then he fell to his knees and crawled over to Claus's cage. There he wept and wept his sobs ringing out through the air. He couldn't stand it any longer. Wiping the tears off his face, the Grinch picked up Claus, walked, and walked outside. He made a bed of sticks and snow. He then dug through the snow and dirt with his bare hands. The Grinch picked up Claus, hugged him one last time, and lowered him into a snowy grave. Claus, oh Claus, you're gone, the Grinch cried. He turned around and watched the world go by as the people of Hoover laughed and chattered, sang with joy, and skipped around the Christmas tree. His sadness and shock soon turned into bitter rage as he fumed at the sight of happiness. Why should others be happy on this day when the curse has fallen upon me? Why should they get to laugh and sing while I weep for my loss? From this day on, I declare that I will make sure no one gets a happy Christmas next year. No one has the right to be happy when I am sad. And with that, the Grinch stormed off, plotting his revenge. I hope you enjoyed that story. I know it was a little on the sad terms. But it takes you back all the way to why exactly the Grinch goes on to steal Christmas. But in the end, all turns out well for the Grinch. His heart gets filled once again with the spirit of Christmas. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, follow, rate, review, and share my podcast like the Christmas spirit. I hope you all have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Be sure to stay tuned.